This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description. A practical prayer is a prayer that works. These discussions between Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence dive into the details of how it works and how to work it. Reverend Bill is a New Thought minister and the author of Practical Prayer for Real Results. Your new life begins with a new thought. Carol Lawrence is on a spiritual quest, finding the New Thought teaching after decades on the pulpit in three different traditional denominations. I've got some questions. Together, they're exploring the philosophy and activities that come together from many of the world's religions to create the practical spirituality that is New Thought. Welcome to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol Lawrence, and I'm here with Reverend Bill Marcioni. Today, we're going to talk about, do I have to give up my religion to use practical prayer instead? That's a great question, and I'm going to give you uh, an acronym. Actually, it's an abbreviation, uh, which is SBNR, Spiritual But Not Religious. Practical prayer is SBNR. It's an interfaith technique, and basically practical prayer works for anyone, regardless of what your religion or your spiritual background happens to be. Uh, When I was running a teen group, for example, uh, I got to the point where I would say, if you give me a 12-year-old atheist to go into my teen group, uh, you'll wind up with a highly spiritual 18-year-old. I believe that. Yeah, because the practical prayer is a specific technique that has been distilled from all of the religions. Every religion has effective prayers that follow the same basic pattern, and they've been getting more and more sophisticated over time. And the five or seven steps in a practical prayer uh, work for everyone. So I'll start by going over the steps of a practical prayer. And again, the, the thing that makes a practical prayer practical, which we are talking about in an earlier episode, is that the divine power and presence that we are praying to is not the God out there up in the sky that's going to decide whether or not to do us a favor. It's not a capricious or judgmental God. It is a divine creative power within. So that's what makes the prayer pact practical. The first step in a practical prayer, after we know what we're going to be praying for, and this probably will work better with an example. So what what should we do the example prayer for? Well, money. That's that's the hot topic all the okay. time. A, a prayer for money. So what we're looking for is a, a greater experience of prosperity in our life. And it's not a, a, it's not an amount of money that we're particularly looking for. It is the experience of sufficiency that we have enough money. So knowing that what we're looking for is that experience of prosperity. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to start by identifying that divine power that we call God or spirit or nature or whatever it happens to be. And oh, by the way, the reason it works for atheists is because if you were in, in biblical times four or five or 6,000 years ago and you needed to describe the Big Bang, the origin of the universe as we know it 14.2 billion years ago, because the Big Bang, from what scientists tell us, was a singularity, an impossibly dense, impossibly uh, small thing, something. And it either exploded, that's the Big Bang, or began expanding very rapidly. And during that expansion, 
everything that it was, all of that infinite energy started forming into stars. And the stars are um, atomic factories that create the elements and the elements then interact with each other. And then that turns into planets and that turns into, into, into et cetera. And it winds up with me at an iPhone, you know, at some point in the evolution. If you were to describe that process in the language that was available at the time, it would probably sound something like in the beginning, there was darkness and void and God. And God said, let there be light. The Big Bang and Let There Be Light are just two different ways of explaining or describing the same thing. And whichever one we're talking about, we can trace our lineage back to the one. If that one, the singularity or God, was all there ever was, and other than that it was darkness and void, then everything that exists in the manifest universe is that divine God essence expressed in a specific way. So that's the anchor point that we use with the prayer. And because we know that there is that one, I can know that that one is me right here and right now. And that way, I can identify the aspect of the infinite that I'm, that I'm using in my prayer. In this case, it's infinite abundance. This is an infinite creative power that can create galaxies, that has created galaxies. And not just one, not just a single little galaxy. This is billions of galaxies with billions of stars. And each one of those has planets. And then just on this planet, there are, you know, seven, eight billion people, plus all the animals, plus all the stuff and the more stuff and the more stuff. It is an infinitely abundant universe. So what I want to do is identify my highest idea of what is possible, what is available, what is the divine. I'm going to identify with God, that divine God essence that is infinite abundance. So that's the first step, is to identify the aspect of God that pertains to whatever it is that I'm praying about. And the second step is to acknowledge that because I am part of this manifest universe, because I live in this infinite abundance, that abundance is available for me too. It is not possible that abundance is infinite and available everywhere and anything can be created except for the three feet around me. Mm-hmm. To suppose that that could happen is is the height of arrogance. And then to blame it on that infinite power that created everything is just ducking our own responsibility. So before you even start with, because you already started, but before oh, that's you the get first to two steps, yeah, we're 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 well, we're, you're yeah, and this is you know where I'm going with this because you call it the first two steps, but I always go back to before the first step. Like if you don't get that right. If you're not really clear about that, it seems difficult to go forward. Right. For me, it is. You talked about you talked about the Big Bang and sort of like where is your origin? Where do you what do you think about God? Where do you begin with God? And and it all begins with that. And your understanding of what is possible from God really comes from understanding how it all began, so to speak. If it's the Big Bang and you said in the beginning there was light and, you know, whatever, that was the Big Bang described in a different way. Right. Is and it, every uh, creation story is, is the same. Okay. And to me, that's like so critically important to get that in your head, because what you explained to me before you even began, you haven't even started. I think you haven't started. <laughs> 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 I think so when you... You explained just in the very beginning what is absolutely possible with God. You know, it's 
what I can expect because of what God is, who God is. And that's why for me, it's so important to get it all straight from the beginning. Because if you don't, it's like, I hope I got it. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and step zero of the prayer is the purpose. So Which why don't you, you why don't you that. do a course on the step zero? You know, I just think the step zero is so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is why our our alliance here is so valuable because I understand what you're saying, and it never occurred to me. So, well, that's because you're the like the genius, you know. Like no, you're that's the... because that's because I've been in in, in new thought and uh, and and doing this practical prayer thing for as long as I have. It's like that goes. It's like in legal contracts, you know, they have all the whereases where you say, where mm-hmm. is this and where is that? And, and then mm-hmm. you get to the meat of the agreement. Okay. You put something into the whereases and it's brand new. It's like, where'd that come from? I didn't know that. And for me, you know, the purpose statement is part of the whereases. It's like, whereas I have been experiencing this, this sense of lack or poverty, I now choose prosperity and an experience of abundance. Yes. I was talking to a friend yesterday and... There were certain things that in traditional church you take for granted, but you're really not. You know, when you say God is abundant and God has everything, and but you, that to me is sort of just like the headline. You know, the purpose statement to me is more than a, a statement. It's where you start, where you, you know, sort of get your GPS, your, you know, you set the coordinates of your GPS in there. Where am I going? And what do I need to get there? And what kind of car am I driving? And what I need to do to make sure that everything works once I turn the key and get started. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a great example, but. No, I think that's an excellent example. And what happened when when we were going to start talking about the steps of a practical prayer, I said, what do you want to pray for? And you said money. Mm-hmm. Well, the purpose was money. And what I immediately said after that was, okay, let's not talk about money. Let's talk about an experience of prosperity. So what I was doing was I was taking what you had defined as the purpose of the prayer and turn that into the direction that we're going to be using for the prayer. So uh, thank you for stopping me because when people just watch that happen, you think, oh, okay, well, that was, and that was the whereas for me. Mm-hmm. So whereas somebody is doing a prayer for money, I want to, okay, what we're actually praying for is to experience that connection with the infinite abundance that exists everywhere. And that shows up as a feeling or an experience of prosperity. And I mentioned that it's not the amount of money that we have, because what we want to do is have uh, adequate money to meet our requirements. You know, if somebody's got you know, the, the, the bills to pay and they need you know, 250 bucks to, to make the rent, it's not required that they have $7 billion show up. A few hundred is going to be plenty. And, oh, by the way, if $7 billion shows up every time somebody wants 100 bucks, then what do you do with it? It winds up just being, everybody would think, oh, that's a great problem to have, except when they have the problem, because then your life turns into managing your money instead of doing what you used to be doing, which may or may not have been fun. Yeah. yeah. So the idea is to be, to have that fit, to have enoughness. As we say, there's enough to spend, enough to share, and enough to save. We don't want to have so much that is going to control our lives. We want enough. So that's, it's really praying intelligently. Well, I hope so. Yeah. And although if you called it intelligent prayer, that would be such a major turnoff. So let's just oh, stick well, with people, prayer. <laughs> people hear practical prayer and they think, what, you think my prayer is impractical? 
if I call it intelligent prayer, they think you call my prayer stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the practical is like something that I can use, you know, something I can do. Yeah. But intelligent prayer does kind of, yeah. yeah. Let's take a quick break and come back and talk some more about practical spirituality. Okay, and listen, when we come back, maybe we'll get to it. <laughs> maybe we'll get to the, the step that you started, and I pulled us back. Anything's possible. Anything. Get inspiration in an instant. God calls are the gentle and uplifting moment of truth to help you remember that the bright light of God's love is shining right now as you. It's your God call. With Reverend Bill. Start your two-week free trial today, and you'll get a phone call four times a week from Reverend Bill with an uplifting half-minute message filled with insight, wisdom, story, and fun. Let your light shine. You can answer the call to listen to it live or let it go to voicemail so you can hear it later. After the free trial, your subscription is just $5.95 a month. The details are at godcall.org. God calls are disruptive, intentionally. Whenever you write something, put on a gold star. They take you away from your routine to remind you about the truth of who you really are. They come at random times between 8.15 a.m. and 6 p.m., so you won't be expecting them. And somehow, the message is exactly what you need to hear at the time. Magic is loose in the world. It's a moment of motivation in the middle of your day. Find out more and start your two-week free trial now at GodCall.org. Okay, we're back. This is the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol Lawrence, and I'm here with Reverend Bill Marcioni, and we are talking today about... Practical prayer and practical spirituality, and you were thinking about maybe letting me go through all five of the steps. I'm going to try. We said we were, <laughs> we said we were going to pray about money or talk about money, but then it got like really seriously more important than that. Yeah, and to, to continue on and sort of wrap up, if possible, uh, step zero, which is the purpose of our prayer. Whenever we're doing a prayer, we have a purpose of our prayer. There's something that we want to do that's going to create a change in our life. Because very rarely do people do a prayer to continue doing what they've been doing. The prayer is for an experience of newness or freshness. So in practical prayer, the purpose, the step zero, is not actually part of the prayer. Because practical prayer is, by its nature, an affirmative prayer, and everything that we are claiming in our prayer is something that we want to be experiencing. So if I am feeling broke, you know, then I don't want to pray about being broke. Because what I'll do is I'll get more, more experience of being broke. So what I want to do in my purpose statement, I could say I'm broke. I could say I don't have enough money. There's the, the first of the month is coming up and there's an insufficiency of funds and the car is broken and the thing is that and the kids need food and whatever it happens to be. I can whine as much as I want in the purpose step of my prayer and complain about the current circumstance and situation. That is perfectly okay to whine about that in step zero because it's not part of my prayer. I can talk about the negative situation. And then use that for the pivot to describe or define or understand what it is that I want instead. So instead of that experience of lack and insufficiency, what I want to do is I want to experience abundance. I have plenty, plenty of money to spend, to share, and to save. And it can have a dollar amount attached to it if there's a specific need that I have coming up. Or it can just to be in that flow of prosperity in the, in the bigger picture. So I'm using that 
step zero to define and understand and explain to myself what it is that I'm going to be praying for. Because once we know what we're praying for, once we have our ship pointed in the direction that we actually want to be traveling, then you know we can we can set out and be going in the direction of our of our objective, our goal, our dream. So the first step is because we've identified what the area of the prayer is going to be, we now know what aspect of God we're going to be talking about. So what we do is whine and pivot. We can whine. Sometimes you go into the prayer knowing that you want you know an extra five hundred dollars. Or we can say, I'm feeling impoverished, and then we pivot. What I want is an extra $500. Mm-hmm. But the okay. important thing, as you said, is the pivot, because we don't want to go into the prayer with uh, the attitude of need and poverty and lack. Correct. Correct. Okay. What we're going to go into the prayer with is an understanding of what experience we want to have. Okay. And if the pivot is necessary to get away from the experience that we've been having that we know that we don't want, what do I want instead? And then, knowing that, we know which aspect of God we're going to call out. Now, God, the divine, the creative power that creates everything. And I sometimes dance around the word because some people have an allergy to the word God. I say God and they shut down because it reminds them of everything that every supposed religious leader in their life has told them about the guy with the excessive facial hair and pointing down and making judgments. Or it, it, It's a triggering word. Mm-hmm. So it's spirit, or it's nature, or it's the creator. Whatever it is, it's the evolution from the Big Bang. What I want to do is understand that that power that has created everything, 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 including me, that power that's created everything has created all of the love that's ever existed in the world. It has created all of the creativity, all of the intelligence in the world is that one shared in its own way. All of the prosperity, all of the health and vitality. So what I want to do is understand what it is that I'm praying for, because if I find myself being lonely on Friday night, then I'm not going to do a prayer for abundance. I'm going to do a prayer for love. If I am feeling like I'm stuck in a particular situation and I want to be liberated to do something new, the power that I'm going to be identifying from the infinite is freedom and harmony and balance. So what I want to do is identify the aspect of God, the aspect of the infinite, that applies to my specific desire or need now. So that that infinite creative power that creates everything does so with such rich abundance if the prayer is for money. I bring to mind that this is a this is a power that has put the leaves on every tree. This is the power that has created every star in the sky. The thought that it can do all that but doesn't have enough resource left to cover my mortgage is just really, really arrogant. So I identify that that power is there. And then the second step is I say, because that's all there is, I am some aspect of that. I am an aspect of the infinite abundance. I am an aspect of that harmony and balance. I am an aspect of that limitless love. I am sharing that creative power. Whatever it is that I've identified in that first step, I acknowledge that I'm part of that too. That is is a part of who I am. And what that does is it sets us up for the third step. And the third step is, is we call it a realization. It's an affirmation. And an affirmation is a statement that's about what it is that we're desiring that's positive. So instead of, I don't want to be broke, it's, I am prosperous. And we want it to be as powerful as possible. We don't want it to be wimpy. Well, I'm, maybe it's possible that there's enough money for me to be able to scrimp and save and make it through. No. 
I am prosperous. I have plenty of money to spend, to share, and to save. Uh, we want it to be personal. It's not going to be, Carol is going to give me money, and that's going to take care of my needs. It's going to be, I am prosperous. It's about me. And it's going to be present tense. Not, I will be prosperous. Not, I will someday have enough money to cover the mortgage. It's going to be present tense. It's going to be about right now, today. And even if we're not experiencing it right now, today, we claim it as whatever it is that is, is the, the biggest idea of it that we can claim for today. Because if I say, I will someday be prosperous, what I'm actually saying is, today I am not prosperous. And because whatever it is that we put into our prayer, whatever we put into that realization step, the answer is going to be yes. If I say, I am broke today, and someday I'll have money, the law, that creative law that creates everything, was going to respond and say, yes, you are broke today. We win. But that's not what I wanted. <laughs> so what I want to do is I say, I am prosperous, I have plenty of money to spend, to share, and to save, and it is here in time to pay the rent with ease and grace. So I want that, that realization step to be, it's the four Ps. Powerful, positive, personal, and present tense. And by the way, you know, self-help uses the same affirmations. And if you do an affirmation that's personal, powerful, positive, and present tense, that meets all the four Ps, it'll do wonderful, wonderful uh, things in your life. It will generate results. And it will generate results right up until you get to the point where you don't believe it. You don't believe it's possible. You don't understand how. The reason we do this in, in the middle of a practical prayer is because having identified an infinite creative power that creates everything and then put ourselves on the team with that, I'm not saying I am prospered. I'm saying God is prosperous and so am I. God. The infinite is able to do this and I am playing on the same team with the infinite mm -hmm. because we take that, that affirmation and we put it into a spiritual context. It's not religious. We're not, it doesn't matter what that power is that we're praying to. Uh, we don't need a middleman. We don't need a priest or a minister or a rabbi or a shaman to tell us that we're doing it right or to take what we said we wanted and turn it over to God and take 10% off the top of whatever comes back. We don't need to do that. So this is a spiritual practice where we are allowing that good to flow into our lives. That's the first three steps of the practical prayer. And the, the full practical prayer is a minimum of five steps. It's possible that there are going to be more, and I'll tell you what the additional steps are after we do the last two. So here we are in the situation. We have identified this infinite creative power that creates everything, identified that we're part of it, and then claimed our good. I am prosperous. I have plenty of money to spend, to share, and to save, and the money to cover the rent is on its way with plenty of time. Having claimed that as truth, what do I do but be thankful? Oh my God, I started this whole process by whining about being broke, and now here I am knowing that I am prosperous, that I have plenty of money. So I go into a step of gratitude. I am so thankful for this good. I'm thankful for the prosperity. I'm thankful for the awareness of this technique for doing prayer. I'm thankful for my awareness of the creative law that has created everything that's now creating this. It doesn't matter what we're thankful for. We go into that feeling of gratitude. Because gratitude is, is the only step in a practical prayer that you can feel. If you were to close your eyes and, and recall, and actually, let's do that. Go ahead and recall a time that you felt gratitude. Bring that feeling of gratitude mm -hmm. back in. You know, it's not in your head. It's, it's, in, it's in your heart and it's in your gut. You know, whether we're grateful for the, the wonderful things that are going on or a beautiful spring day or, you know, your puppy, whatever it happens to be, whatever you're, we're grateful for, it's a feeling. 
So we settle into that feeling of gratitude to be in this process, to have this creativity going. And then the final step in the prayer is to let it go. This is not willpower. This is not something I have to keep in my mind. It's not something I'm beaming or focusing into being. This is like me taking a seed, a seed idea, and planting it into the rich, fertile soil that has grown everything. You know, that infinite creative power has planted all of these ideas, and now it's turned into galaxies and space stations and, you know, Lord knows what. There's limitless possibility. And what I'm doing is I'm taking my seed idea and planting it into that soil. And now that I'm thankful that my whatever it is that I've planted is growing, I let it go. I don't need to mess with it anymore. The garden is tended, the seed is planted, and then what I don't want to do is three days later go dig up the seed and see if it's germinating properly because I need to be in control. That generally doesn't help. <laughs> so, so we release it. We let it go. And with the full faith and confidence that this is already underway, and then we sit around and wait for the results to show up in our life. You know, I've been with you in, in this for a while. And you've been so incredibly patient explaining every question that I've had and you know, sometimes I didn't even know how to ask the question. So here's how I kind of summed up this week. I was going to call you and tell you, like, I think that I'm having a slow motion aha moment. Hmm. That sounds just, like fun. It's slow motion. And there are little parts of the, the practical prayer that were giving me trouble that I just couldn't really put my finger on. So I just kept going after it and after it. And it just makes such perfect sense because it is so real. Like it's how it, you use the term in the beginning, a process, or this is how it works, or a formula. Mm -hmm. And I guess it is. I guess it is. But just to see how one piece fits with the next and getting into the affirmation part, the, the realization piece, I think that one was the one that was causing me pause a bit. Because I think of humbly asking, or I've been taught to humbly ask, then hope, but not really to go into it with an expectation that it's going to happen. Like you hope it happens, and you wait, and you just kind of hope it happens like that. Yeah. yeah. And on the one hand, that lets you do a prayer for things that you don't necessarily believe in. Because you, know, you can hope that it'll happen. And then, of course, if it doesn't happen, you blame God. Because yes. God, chose, God chose not to, to answer your prayer this time. Yes. One of the things that turns up in this practical spirituality that we're doing is the twin notions of authority and accountability. Authority in that there is one infinite creative power that creates everything. It has created me, and I am creating my life. I am the author of my experience. I can create anything I want. And... Whatever it is that I create, I'm accountable for it. I had the idea that I wanted to have a pony living in my living room. Well, eventually there's going to be pony poo in my living room, and I'm, I'm accountable for that. Yes, I can do that. I can create anything that I want, and I'm going to be accountable for whatever it is. And a lot of people take that accountability, and they think of it as blame. Oh, I mean, if something bad happens to me, it's my fault? It's like, I wouldn't use blame. I would, you're, you're accountable. If you created something in your life that you don't like, then you can use that as an indicator that you want to create something different. You go back through the prayer process and say, oh, I have now learned something about ponies in my living room. And the next prayer is going to be for a nice barn. 
<laughs> or stable hands or whatever it happens to be. Because by going through this process, we've learned something, we've grown, and we now have a better understanding of who we are. But it's not about blame. It's about authority and accountability, and we can continue to, to invite something new and different into our lives. I mentioned that there are another two steps in the prayer, and we're going to save those for another episode of the, the podcast. Because when I say that affirmation, that I have plenty of money to spend, to share, and to save, and there's ample funds to pay the mortgage in plenty of time, when I speak that affirmation, whether it's silently or out loud, I might get a little voice in the back of my mind saying, it's not going to happen. <laughs> or something really mean, like, yeah, you're a loser. Whatever that little voice is that comes in after I've made my big audacious claim and said my affirmation, that's actually my belief system rearing its head, telling me what I actually believe. I've claimed that I'm prosperous and there's plenty of money, and this little voice has said, I don't believe it. Well, it is done unto you as you believe. Yeah. <laughs> as you believe. So what we can, we can do is we can use the practical prayer process to understand what we believe. I want to claim that I have a loving, committed relationship. And once I do that, identifying the infinite power of love that creates everything, and that I am this, this, this love essence, and I have I claim my perfect loving relationship. Somebody says, nobody wants you. Mm. That's what I believe. I then get to take that back and work with that. And that's where the refutations and reaffirmations come from. But we use that not as an indicator that we're not worthy or that we deserve to be punished, just as an indicator that what, we're, what we want to have experienced in our life and what we're actually experiencing are different. Which, by the way, we already knew. <laughs> which is why we're doing a prayer to begin with. So when we, and you said we would save this for a podcast in the future, and I'm glad that you said that because as I heard you speak of it, I heard things that I didn't, or I thought things that I didn't think before. When those doubts come up and you can address them in the steps that you're going to talk about, that can take a minute. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. And, and that might be multiple episodes. Who knows? <laughs> I think because it's about belief systems, you know, where did that come from? Oh yeah. And sometimes you don't know quite, quite right away. Yep. And to Pretty think sure. that something in your belief system is creeping up from 40 years ago and messing up your prayer right now is really serious stuff to me. Oh yeah. And I mean, it gets even bigger than that because this is an infinite universe and there have been thoughts going into that infinite intelligence forever. So it might be 40 years ago, it might be 4,000 years ago. Hmm. An idea that was planted in our shared consciousness is still active until we choose yes. something different. Yes, yes. Yeah. Let's take another break and come back and do a practical prayer for money, because you love that. Learn to put practical prayer to work in your life. The steps are simple to learn and let you begin to get real results to create the life of your dreams immediately. Reverend Bill Marcioni's widely acclaimed book, Practical Prayer for Real Results, gives you a clear summary of the new thought principles behind practical prayer and the series of easy-to-understand steps found in the most effective prayers from religions and spiritual practices all over the world and throughout history. Practical prayer is not a replacement for your religion or practice. It's a technique to make the work you do in consciousness even more effective. 
The book includes 40 prayers on various topics that you can adapt as needed and use as your own. Practical Prayer for Real Results is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook on Amazon or at b-the-light.com. That's b-the-light.com. Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol Lawrence, and this is Reverend Bill Marcioni, and we're going to do a practical prayer. We are. We're going to do the practical prayer for money, which was the generic one that we had started with at the beginning of the episode. And what I'm going to do this time is I'm going to make a little bit of a teaching moment. I'm actually going to label the steps as I go through it. And there are five. Recognition is the first step. Unification is the second step. Realization is the third step. I'm going to skip over the doubt steps for this one. Uh, Gratitude and release. The abbreviation for that is R-U-R-2-G-R. And the two is that there are two steps in there, a refutation and a reaffirmation. And we can repeat those if we need to. I'm not going to do those in this particular prayer. Ready to go? Ready. Okay. So I invite everybody who's listening to get into a receptive state of mind. If you can, close your eyes or go to a soft focus so you can turn away from the evidence that's showing up in the world around you. Uh, Again, if you are operating heavy machinery or driving a car, use your good judgment as to how much you can be distracted from the world around you. Because, never mind, you know why. This is the recognition step. And in this space, we turn our attention to that infinite creative power that creates everything. That divine source that we call spirit or nature. The the laws of nature. We call it God. We call it the divine. We call it the mother, father. We call it the Big Bang. It is that from which everything flows. It is that oneness that was there in the beginning, in the darkness. In the beginning, there was darkness and void and God. And then that intention, God said, let there be light. Or there was the singularity. And for whatever reason, that one impossibly dense singularity began to expand. And everything that exists in the universe is that one sharing itself, revealing itself as its creation. Everything is that divine essence. It is infinite power and potential. It is limitless energy. It is infinite intelligence. It is divine love. Everything that exists is that one shared in its own specific way. Galaxies, planets, people, particles, everything, including Me, including each of us. This is the unification step. We are each and every one of us an expression of that infinite creative power formed in this manner right here and right now. There is no question, doubt, or hesitation to the notion that I am and each one of us is that divine power and presence because there's nothing else. There is nothing else possible. So all of the good that's available anywhere is available to me right here and right now and to each of us right here and right now. We live in this infinitely abundant universe where everything is available. This is the realization step. I know that I have plenty. I live in an abundant universe. Everything that is available anywhere is available to me right here and right now. So I know without question or doubt or hesitation that I have plenty of money to spend, to share, and to save, and certainly to pay the mortgage at the first of the month with ease and grace. And the same is true for each person listening. 
We each have plenty to spend, to share, and to save, to pay the bills, and to be in that space of peace and harmony and affluence, which is not something we strive for. It is our birthright. It is our divine nature. And each one of us is stepping into that divine goodness right here and right now. It's the gratitude step. I'm so grateful for this good. I'm so grateful for the awareness of this creative process. I am so grateful for the prosperity that's showing up in the lives of each one of us. This feeling of gratitude, I speak this word into that creative law. And this is the release. I let this be so. I let this be true. I release this word into that creative law and know without doubt, question, or hesitation that the law is responding to this creative word in the same way that it responded when the infinite said, let there be light. It's saying yes. It always says yes. The answer is yes. And this good is underway. I let it be. I know it's so. And so it is. And so it is. Amen. That's great. Uh, I can't wait till next time when we get to talk about doubt. So, so the next time we are going to deal with those two steps. Yes, we are. You going to remember that? No. Yes. Maybe. I wrote it down. There we go. You'll remember it. The Practical Prayer Podcast with Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence is a production of BeTheLight.com. Be-the-light.com. Where you can find more information about practical prayer for real results. Our theme is by Music of Wisdom. You can learn about the spiritual community of New Thought Philadelphia with daily guided meditations, weekly celebrations of spirit, and Reverend Bill's classes in practical spirituality at NewThoughtPhilly.org. This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description.